Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday the 18th of December and it's International Migrant Day. And a big happy birthday to Keith Richards, Steven Spielberg, Brad Pitt, Billie Eilish and Christina Aguilera. With Christmas one week away, there was no good news yesterday in the battle with coronavirus. There were a startling 35,383 new cases and a further 532 deaths announced. Matt Hancock announced changes to the tiers, with more areas joining Tier 3. Including Bedfordshire, Buckinghamshire, Berkshire, Peterborough, the whole of Hertfordshire, Surrey with the exception of Waverley, Hastings and Rother on the Kent border of East Sussex, and Portsmouth, Gosport and Haven't in Hampshire. There are now 38 million people in Tier 3, and whilst Labour leader Keir Starmer agrees with the restrictions, he's got issues with the way the government explains it. We need restrictions in place, and the bits that need mending, I think, most urgently are the messaging, because the messaging's been all over the place. Work at home, don't work at home, go out to eat, don't go out to eat, um, enjoy Christmas, have a small Christmas, so the messaging needs to improve. On the plus side, National Treasurer Sir Ian McKellen has been vaccinated, and he's delighted. I am feeling so happy and relieved and optimistic and everything that I haven't been really feeling for a long time now. I couldn't be happier. Quick, someone find David Attenborough. It's all kicking off in Europe too, as French President Emmanuel Macron has developed symptoms and had a positive test for COVID-19. He's now self-isolating, and various other European leaders who were at last week's summit are having to as well. Meanwhile, as Brexit negotiations continue on the famous extra mile, or 1.6 kilometres if you're in Brussels, Boris and Ursula von der Leyen had a call yesterday evening. Sky's Adam Parson had the statement from Ursula. This evening I took stock with the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson of the ongoing negotiations for a comprehensive partnership agreement between the European Union and the United Kingdom. We welcome substantial progress on many issues. However, big differences, she said, remain to be bridged, in particular on fisheries. Uh, Bridging them will be very challenging. Vladimir Putin held his famous annual press conference yesterday, in which he takes questions from journalists on a wide range of topics. The session lasted four hours, and one of the topics was our old friend Donald Trump and the question of Russian election interference. Russian hackers have never helped any American president get elected, Never have never interfered in the domestic affairs of uh, this great nation that is the USA. They might have interfered in the election, but there's been a huge security breach across the US government with Russian hackers suspected. Meanwhile, Donald still hasn't conceded that he lost the election and is apparently planning to refuse to leave the White House. That created a bizarre situation where his White House press secretary appeared on Fox and Friends as a campaign spokesperson but can't admit that he lost. I think it was last night the campaign sent out a fundraising email from the campaign asking should President Trump run in 2024? 
What was that about? You know, I think that they, they're just putting out uh, that thought. They're still focused. The campaign you are, is still you are the on campaign 2020. But he's still focused on 2020. But look, he's the leader of this movement. No matter matter what happens in 2020, uh, 2024 is there for his taking. Amidst all the talk of Brexit and tears, it can be easy to forget that there are people across Britain struggling because of job losses and pandemic hardship. But Jacob Rees-Mogg, speaking in the Commons yesterday, was more offended about a charitable enterprise. I think it's a real scandal that UNICEF should be playing politics in this way, when it is meant to be looking after people in the poorest, the most deprived countries in the world, where people are starving, where there are famines and where there are civil wars, and they make cheap political points of this kind, giving, I think, £25,000 to one council. It is a political stunt of the lowest order. Still to come on The Smart 7, Paul McCartney talks music and Russell T. Davis has got a new drama. 
Have you seen this? There are boys dying all over the world, but no one knows anything. Do you seriously think there's an illness that only kills gay men? I don't believe it! This has been The Smart Seven. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa. 